Back to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY on 92.7, 94.7, and 9.70 a.m. Even the smallest business. The snow is plowed. The uh, the sun is out. It's a, a great day to be talking cosmetic dentistry. Good morning, Dr. DeSanto. Good morning. It's uh, It's good to be here. We have a really fun thing planned to talk about today. We um, decided to let our patients guide our talk this morning for all of you listeners out there. And we had so much fun doing it. Um, it all started with, you know, we had our snowmageddon days last week, as everybody else did too. And uh, we had a lot of really, really dicey situations going on because people needed to get in and people couldn't make it in because it was so, the roads were so bad and the snow was just coming fast and furious. A lot of offices shut down. Actually, the town kind of shut down. Even SIU and the hospitals closed early and closed off their clinics, which is unheard of. So it was a little tricky getting in, but the people that got in, bless their little hearts, that they made it in, we had a lot more time on our hands than we were used to because we didn't have very many people in the house. So uh, one of our patients um, was talking with us at his cleaning, and he thought he could just, you know, get his teeth cleaned and leave really fast. He wanted to beat the snow, and just a quick cleaning. He didn't need the doctor to visit, and didn't need anything, just wanted to get his teeth clean and get out of there. And um, long time patient, really funny person. And um, I came in and told him that it would just be a second. And we got into this funny conversation about, um, you know, we just look really fast and, you know, let him scoot out of there. So it didn't really matter if I looked or not, you know, because it's just one of those really quick things. And so we got into a very involved conversation on what actually, you know, we're doing in the mouth and, and the things we look for quickly in the mouth. So I started talking to him. He ended, ended up staying like an extra half an hour for someone who had to leave very fast and beat the storm. He was in no hurry to leave at the end of his cleaning. He sat and talked to all of us for a really long time. So it's really fun. Well, we talked about the things that we see and that we look at really quickly. And he was really amazed when I finished telling him the things that we look for. We don't often talk about the things that we're doing. We we do a lot of things that are just innate, second nature, without even thinking about it because we're so trained to look for so many things. As we talk about children and life and work and catch up with people, we're still looking for all of these other issues uh, that we're trained to look at for every single dental checkup, you know, we've, we've all sat back in the dentist chair and open wide and, you know, what are we actually, you know, looking at and what are we looking for? Um, we, you know, we look for cavities and gum disease and receding gums. They're all part of these many dental problems that we check and we identify, um, but, you know, what's inside your mouth can also signal underlying health conditions, too. So we have a really good view into the state of your general health just by looking at your teeth and gums and your overall oral health. So it's it's really interesting. We We just briefly talked to him about the things that we were looking for in his mouth. So did I lose you? Nope, I'm right here. Oh. Oh, good, because I heard this really click, and it's from Skype, and so I get really nervous since I'm not in the studio, and I can't see you. No, so, you are um, all good. 
we so we look for for certain things so we look for tooth decay obviously that's the number one thing we're looking for when when plaque or a sticky film is formed by bacteria you know it damages your tooth enamel and and it can cause tooth decay so we we look for um the bacteria that are producing this acid that eats away at your enamel and can lead to dental problems. A lot of problems like cavities and toothaches and things like that. We talk about, if we see these things in the mouth, we'll start talking about how to avoid tooth decay and how to minimize sugar drinking, you know, sugary beverages like sodas and things, eating foods with, a, you know, maybe avoid eating foods with a high acid content. We talk about these things like brushing twice a day, flossing. We will go into this more and more, especially if we see problems arising or problems that exist. We also look for sensitivity in teeth. You know, we look for common problems that are a sign of something wrong. You know, your teeth can become sensitive when the outer layer of your enamel is worn away. So it can be worn away when your gums recede or if you have worn out fillings. All these things can create sensitivity. We're looking for those things. You know, we talk about things. We ask if your teeth have become sensitive lately. If we see your fillings are wearing away a little bit, it might be time to just replace fillings. If you had fillings when you were a child, especially if you are in your 40s or 50s like myself, your fillings are probably silver fillings because that was the generation we all lived in. And that's what dentistry, that was the standard of care. You had silver fillings. So those silver fillings, when you age out into your 40s and 50s, they wear away, they crack, they break. And if they're larger silver fillings, they fill a hole, which means your enamel holds them in. That enamel can be a very thin shell because the inside of the tooth has this large expanded filling. So that enamel shell over all those years, those decades, can become very thin and fragile and show fracture signs. If it's undermined and it looks like it's ready to crack or part of it has broken away already, we need to address that tooth. We don't want it to turn into a root canal. We don't want it to turn into something where it fractures and maybe you lose the tooth. So these are all things that we are looking for. You know, we're happy to leave a filling alone if it's behaving, if it looks structurally sound, it doesn't show fracturing, it's holding true, it's not worn away, it's not causing sensitivity. Fillings can last a very, very long time. And, you know, if it's fine and we think it's behaving, we leave it alone. So we are looking for these things, though. We're trying to avoid problems. We know what a tooth we know that what a filling will look like is it's about to break. So we want to bring that up to your attention so you can fix that and address that before you wind up with a dental problem. Because, you know, you're not having any problems, so you think everything's okay, but we can give you a heads up to different things that you can address so you can continue on that path for good health and, and no sensitivity. And, you know, continue... Continuing about that little topic, we also like to bring up products that we recommend for sensitive teeth, different toothpaste that may help you, um, maybe doing a fluoride treatment, um, looking at covering up your, your roots if you need gum tissue like a gum graft or things like that. If you've got really exposed root surfaces, we may recommend a periodontist to join our team and help you out. So there's all kinds of things that we're looking for. When we talk about different products, most of the time we are loaded with samples with these products. So you leave and you can leave with your bag of different samples and products. You can try these things on your own. 
on your own time with your, in your house, no charge. Just try the different products and, and see what works for you. So those are things that we look for if you have sensitive teeth. And another thing that we look for, we've touched on this briefly a few minutes ago, are receding gums. Um, there's various reasons for receding gums, but all of them need attention. Poor oral hygiene, brushing too hard, um, even women, you know, especially women, pre- and post-menopausal women, fluctuation in hormones. Um, these are all reasons for receding gums. High blood pressure and smoking, and even genetics are some of the reasons for receding gums. But no matter what has caused them, you know, receding gums can expose that delicate root of your tooth. So if you brush really hard, and I tell patients this a lot, especially some of my patients that are listening have heard this many times, you know, you don't want to brush your teeth really, really hard because you would be brushing away your fragile gum tissue. You want to use an extra soft toothbrush. You want to rotate that brush in little circles. And then if you hold the brush with two fingers, it really doesn't let you push hard. If you hold your brush with your wrist, especially if you're using bristles that are not soft, you could really be doing damage to the fragile gum tissues that cover your root. So we go over brushing technique with people when we see that there's recession because nine times out of 10, people are brushing way too hard. And, you know, when we only see people that have a healthy mouth once every few months for a cleaning, we need to go over technique because there's a lot of days that you're left on your own, you and the toothbrush, <laughs> a lot of potential days for damage. So we do go over that, um, if we, especially if we see a problem. Um, we want to recommend treatment if it needs treatment based on how much recession you have. But we also want to go through... Um, a, a totally uh, dental one-on-one -on, -one on brushing so that we know when you're off and running, you're taking care of your teeth and your gums in a very non-destructive way and, and caring for those fragile gum tissues. So they stay with you for the long term and they always cover your root so you don't wind up with root sensitivity and cold sensitivity and things like that. I always tell patients, you want to be able to eat ice cream with your grandchildren when you're 80. You know, you don't want your teeth to hurt you. So um, another thing we look for, a very important thing we look for at the routine dental exam, we look for signs of gingivitis or gum disease. Gingivitis, it's a less serious form of gum disease that causes red redness, red you know, like bleeding gums. Um, maybe they just bleed really easy when you floss or brush. We always think a good professional cleaning will change that so much. It does make a big difference, and that's proven in many forms of research. Preventing, preventing this um, from coming back, I always think it's largely up to the patient. It's something that you have to keep after and keep up with and get professional help and maintenance care to make sure that gingivitis doesn't return. You know, it includes really good habits like brushing and flossing daily, because if you don't deal with the gingivitis, it develops into what we call periodontitis, which is a much more severe form of gingivitis. Um, those are pockets in your gum. And when we say pockets, what we're talking about is you've got your root of your tooth 
and the gums that cover your tooth. And it's the space in between. So, you know, if you eat popcorn and you get a little kernel stuck under your gums, that's your pocket. So a lot of times we talk about pockets and people don't always know what that means. Um, but these pockets can actually become infected. So periodontitis is something that can cause damage to the supporting bones. These, what I'm talking about is the bone that holds your tooth in the sockets, like your big foundation bone. That's what it can affect. That's how people can lose their teeth. So depending on the severity, your dentist can treat that infection. You know, we treat it with, you know, topical antibiotics, systemic antibiotics. Sometimes we'll have a periodontist join in and help our team who specializes in gum disease. Um, we have excellent periodontists in Springfield and in the surrounding area. So this is what we're looking for at your quick dental checkup. And I use his quote, you know, you're just looking at my teeth really quickly. What, what are you looking for? We are looking for a lot. So, and we do this with a very trained eye and very efficiently, so efficiently that we can still talk about what's new in your life while we're looking for all these things. So, um, we can talk about a couple other things. We can actually take a break and talk about a couple other things when we come back from the break. And we can also talk about other things that patients have asked us to bring up. Back to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY on 92.7, 94.7, and 9.70 a.m. The great doctor has some more stuff to share with us. Where are we going now? <laughs> I'm not sure about great. Well, I would say I was, the, I was the tired doctor with the new puppy in the house, as we talked about before break. He's up very early, so um, it keeps me on my toes. We were talking about um, a patient that wanted me to discuss what we were looking for in a mouth when we do an exam because he was in a hurry and he wanted to beat the weather and he didn't really want to get an exam because things were fine. Nothing hurts. Um, and then he stuck around and talked for an extra half hour anyway. Uh, so we were talking about the various things that we're looking for when we're peeking in a mouth, doing our dental checkups. So we were talking about before the break, we're looking for gingivitis, which can turn into periodontitis. Um, we're talking about gum disease. That's a huge radar in our world because... Um, several health conditions can also contribute to gum disease. So we look at the whole body. We're a very holistic approach to things. You know, diabetes can cause serious damage to your gums if your blood sugar levels rise and are not well controlled. So we really talk a lot about that when people are um, diabetic. Good oral health can actually help lower your blood sugar. The bacteria from periodontal disease can reach your heart and cause heart disease. This is just a very well-known fact very well published and researched. And we've talked about it before on shows sometimes. Osteoporosis can weaken the bones that hold your teeth in place. So, you know, a gum infection can worsen kidney problems. So keeping your mouth healthy keeps your whole body healthy. And I we talk about that oftentimes because I don't think people realize a lot of times the mouth is connected to everything else. So we like to bring that point home and really look at the whole picture. Another thing we look at, people ask us oftentimes about bad breath. 
And most of us have worried about bad breath at some point. I mean, don't hesitate to ask us if you're concerned about it. It's what we do. It's what we treat. It's our job. You know, bad breath has many causes, including poor oral hygiene. You know, if you're not brushing and flossing effectively or efficiently, um, having a dry mouth can cause bad breath because you don't have the saliva to rinse away the plaque that can turn into acids. So number one, I feel that causes bad breath are things like medications and acid reflux. Um, we see this a lot. So acid reflux can be a problem for those people struggling with that. They know. So we, it's whatever, you know, chemicals in your body that cause this odor. Treatment depends on the cause. You know, we analyze the situation and help you deal with it. So please don't be afraid to bring that up. And we're happy to talk about it. You know, we, we reverse this problem time and time again, all the time. Um, another thing we look at that we can see right away is dry mouth and throat. Dry mouth can happen to anyone, but older people are more prone to it, except that it's not a normal part of aging. Dry mouth has many causes, including certain medications, nerve damage. A big one is cancer treatments. We work really closely with oncology and making sure that people have um, fluoride gel they brush their teeth with at home, especially if they're undergoing radiation. Um, you can have a salivary gland disease or a salivary gland problem, which means you're not getting the saliva in your mouth to keep your mouth moist, keep your teeth naturally rinsed off, and keep those plaque acids under control. Um, you know, we mentioned before diabetes is a problem with dry mouth oftentimes. So we suggest ways to relieve dry mouth. And in the meantime, we tell people to sip water through the day, avoid drinks with caffeine. That's a you know dehydration issue. Avoid smoking and alcohol at all costs. I mean, if you're smoking, that smoke is going to take any moisture away that you had in your mouth. Chewing sugarless gum can sometimes help stimulate saliva or a piece of sugarless hard candy can keep saliva stimulated as well. Um, another thing we look for very quickly is teeth grinding. We see it more and more and more, especially the times that we're living in right now. It's very stressful and, you know, there's lots of change in people's lives and, and every day is a different adventure sometimes. And if you grind your teeth at night or clench them during the day, you have what we call bruxism. If you do it often enough, you can actually damage your teeth and develop jaw pain. You can get headaches. So we recognize the signs of grinding in, t in your teeth. We look for wear facets, spots in your teeth that are worn away. But we also um, tell them about treatment and we talk about symptoms. We talk about mouth guards that we use at night. If we, can th if it, if we think it's related to stress or anxiety, if we see a sleep disorder, if we see narrow airways, we talk about sleep apnea. We work with your primary physician to see if a sleep test is in order. So there's so many things that go beyond the condition of your teeth and gums that we look at. We treat mouth sores. You know, we they can come from a scratch or an irritation or an infection like a cold sore. Um, we can diagnose and treat jaw for misalignment or problems with your bite. We, every single person, we routinely screen for oral cancer that can develop from anywhere in your body and land in your mouth as a secondary site sometimes. So if we need further evaluation, we, we jump with our team here in town and, and, and help people with that.
So while my patient thinks that all I'm doing is quickly looking in his mouth, that is a a summary of what we're looking for, for every single person. And, you know, we're trained to do that. And, and we, we love our jobs and we're trained to do that. We, we have the ability to do those things and chat with people and talk to people all at the same time, keeping their visit comfortable and informed and keeping them well-educated. So that's, that's what we're up for when we're doing these dental checkups. So, Oftentimes people do come in and just get their teeth cleaned. If they've had an exam within a year, we're fine. If they just need a cleaning and scoot out, that's fine. But we make sure once a year, at least once a year, they're getting a thorough dental exam by myself or one of my partners because we can't let any of these symptoms go. Early treatment and early intervention is best. It avoids problems and complications long-term. And, and overall, it just keeps your mouth healthy and functioning for the duration of your life. And that's what our job is, to hold on to these teeth and keep everybody functioning in healthy long-term. So um, if that's something that is, if there's any of those issues that you would like to talk about with our office, please feel free to call Prairie Dental Group. You can reach us at 217-546-0412. And if you want any extra information about anything we've talked about this morning, you can find links on our website at prairiedentalgroup.com. And always social media pages are available too. So I hope this was informative and I hope everybody can stay free and clear from the snow and um, stay healthy. Thank you so much for having me on the show this morning. Of course, it's uh, it's always good. If we can't get you in person, it's always good to be able to uh, to get you via Skype. We uh, have another show in the books. I made a visit to the office this week so we could get some other shows uh, recorded as things go forward. So we'll be hearing those in the near future. I hope you have a uh, a fantastic weekend with the puppy and and uh, <laughs> do, get, do get some rest. As we know, puppies are just like little kids; they need lots of attention and yeah, uh, but they also need lots of cuddles. So. Uh, Enjoy that, and we will talk to you again soon.